All right, guys, so this is Editing Arabella popping in real quick to say we got a new feature. If you go in the Spotify descriptions, like the little text part that explains what the episode's about, you will find a link to a question. Now we're going to start including these questions that you, yes, you lucky listener, can respond to, and we may or may not feature your responses in the next episode. So the question for now is, what was your wisdom tooth experience? We're just doing this as a trial, but I thought that's a cool feature that y'all might want to know. My name's Nathan. My name's Arabella. My name's Arabella. That's complicated. Hey, <laughs> We're listening, listening to, to the, the Hoedown. I'm not Arabella. <laughs> Whoa, guys, we just had a major shocking reveal. Right. So this is going to be our host-only episode. So We're remember, recording in my bedroom. Yeah. So do you remember? Woo! Yay! <laughs> Doesn't the microphone sound crisp it's and clear? We're actually it's using actually a on a proper microphone. Don't get used to the quality, but do in future episodes, just not for the next few, because we're remote recording. Because y'all want to know something cool now? Mm-hmm. Spill. In the link of this Spotify episode, if everything works right, there should be a little link in there that you can click and, like, donate to us. And remember, you don't give to get God's love. You give because you already have it. <laughs> But if you love us, then you'll give us money. Then you'll give us your money. This is a little uh, Baker Mania moment. (laughs) You don't want to buy the expensive merch? Shoot us a couple bucks. Shoot us a couple bucks, then, you know. You've got money. I feel like we're uh, in Squid Game. You know when he has the loan sharks, like, in the bathroom, and they're just, like, (laughs) stabbing him? him (laughs) Do you want free quality content? Well, buddy. Comes at a price. It's quality. quality I'm a luxury that few can afford. So, so uh, this is just going to be a chatty little episode. We've got some anecdotes, and we're going to interview each other, gosh darn it, because we both had a lot of up and happening things going on within our lives since the last host-only episode. Like, can you believe that the hoedown, um, it used to just mainly be host-only, but now, like, we have guests. We have guests. We have people ask us to come on the show. I'm like, the first time I got thanked for having the hoedown, I genuinely almost cried. I was like, I feel like this is stolen valor, but this means a lot. But yes, thank you all for, for being our, our loyal listeners. You're quite cool. Yeah. So Please that's enough. <laughs> that's enough validation. Nathan, why don't you share the new thing you've started as of like this August? I'm a dual enrollment student. That means I'm in high school and I take college classes. Ladies, he's taken. Don't form a line just yet. I know. I'm so attractive for taking statistics and English. Ooh! ooh. Math 1530, English 1010, represent. You're my 10 out of 10, baby. (laughs) It's not fun. So I know we have a lot of listeners who are within the age range of college or uh, pre-college, like dual enrollment style. So I'm just going to ask you some questions because, like, I'm going to be honest, I've never done dual enrollment, but I was very ignorant about it before my partner was like, hey, me, I'm going to be a college student now. So, so cool. first of all, what field are you studying and why did you choose it? I'm planning to go into cyber defense. That's hot. Because you can make a lot of money from it. No other reason? There's no, like, moral? Uh, no. It sounds fun, and you get a lot of money. Awesome. Okay, so will you be a Nigerian prince, or are you? is that not a thing anymore? 
It's a thing, but only dumb people fall for it. Well, my cousin prince. is actually a Nigerian prince, so I just sent him all the hoedown revenue. All. All, all, <laughs> all 50 cents. So, Eight like, really. this is seed money, baby. Why did you choose to dual enroll? Why did I choose to dual enroll? Well, you see, it gives you college credits and high school credits. Ooh. So when you're over here, like, doing your school thing, and you're, like, getting ready to go to college, but you are also in your senior year, and you're like, oh, wow, I have three credits for, like, math left. Whoa, I can get some college done, too. It just gets you ahead of the game, you know? So it's like when you uh, walk up to Bath & Body Works with three items, and they're like, dude, it's if you buy two, you get one free, and you're like, what? Or when you change religions, and they throw in a set of snake dives. Like, that's... Like, it's a, just an added little bonus on work you already have to do. That is kind of the idea there, because you're, you're going to be you're gonna be doing, it's the same, like, same level as, like, a high school class. Yeah. But you just, you just get extra bits for it. Colleges are like, whoa, you're not stupid. You did a dual enrollment class. Whoa. Whoa, man. But there's a catch. You got to make sure you go to a college that has the right kind of credits. For instance, um... PPPP State Community College, where I am attending. <laughs> Pepsi State. <laughs> Pepsi State Community College, where I'm attending. Um, they have the big boy credits. They can transfer to any school, like across several countries as well. Even Hoedown University in Latvia? It does transfer there, actually. <laughs> Whoa! Even Lufsmets University. Oh my gosh. Speaking of which, no, I'm kidding. Studio so, Lufsmets, that's us, y'all. That's us, y'all. So, um, <laughs> so as you were saying, like, there's a catch. So not everything is like Pepsi State University. Yeah, college. you gotta make sure you go to someplace reputable. Which is exactly why you should enroll in our new college. Learn everything, what it means to be a podcaster. I'm kidding. Guys, don't make That's for this. the future. That's for the future. Some more questions for you. What is the best part of college? Let's start off with a positive. What's your rosebud thorn of going to college? Well, no. you see... I have one class that's moderately online, and I have a computer right next to my bed. So I can <laughs> I can roll directly out of bed, sit down in my chair, have my camera and my mic off, and attend class. I love that. While I'm half awake. Normally I wake you up like five minutes before class. Pretty much. I actually, I don't even go drink water before class. I sit down directly to my statistics class. Imagine but that changes water. this Monday, unfortunately. Well, what happens? You go back to in-person. Uh, what is the worst part of college? Oh, uh, the worst part of college? Probably the teachers, to be honest. No! <laughs> I got a bad batch of teachers, specifically my <gasps> English teacher, who gives me assignments that I strongly dislike. I think they're fun because they force you to be opinionated, and I... Have I'm you opinionated. All they're just really stupid. Have and, like, opinions. you aren't having to, like annotate something and then write about annotating it and then write about writing about annotating it. That was annotateception. Honestly, that was, that was a little was too stupid. far. Yeah. Too, too far. Like, Ma'am, it's obvious I know how to put together a freaking paragraph. <laughs> Can we not, please? You want to know the worst English assignment I've ever had? What? It was in British literature. I think it was... Oh, there's tenth, your <laughs> Tenth grade year, we had to read the oldest book in the English language, which was Beowulf. Stupid story. Beowulf I hated solid. it. It was disgusting. We had to annotate it. Now, this is written in Old English, first of all, which is sent on its own, and then it was also written in verse. So, and this also this is a stupid story. Like, I, I, I could care less. I am Bay. I am, am Beowulf. Yeah. 
Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, queen. But I had to write this. Also, the teacher and me had very different opinions. Like, she made us read Jane Eyre, and I had to... Um, I talked about unhealthy relationship dynamics, and she's like, but it's romantic that he kept his wife locked up for years. And I'm like, okay, can I have my diploma now? <laughs> so, um... That was, I definitely can feel your pain on painfully annotating things because. You sure can feel my pain. I sure can. (laughs) So speaking of pain, how has your education changed since dual enrollment at college? It's a lot more simple. Like I I have a, like one like home thing where I have all my assignments written out and like, it's pretty clear what I got to do. Syllabus. Very very clear goals. The syllabus. Mm because I lost it. <laughs> but it's pretty pretty simple, pretty easy. It's the last math and English class I ever take. Ooh, thankfully. that's hot. So I'm knocking out like two classes in one means that I don't have to take any more once I'm in college, which is pretty awesome if I do say so myself. Which you do. And I'll add in another question. What is some advice that you would give to people considering dual enrollment? Like, would you recommend it or not? And two-part question. What advice would you give to people that are actively going into college slash dual enrollment, those type classes? Um, I would recommend it for sure. I'd say just be prepared. Make sure you get your FAFSA figured out because you can do this for free. Mm-hmm. And, like, make sure you apply for FAFSA in time. Just make sure you have your financial aid all lined up. And then, for sure, just be prepared. It's a little bit more difficult work. Be prepared for a crappy teacher. Make make at least one friend in class because then y'all can like help each other out on assignments if need be. But yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. I would definitely recommend it. It's not too bad at all. Yeah. So thank you for that take, that hot take. Now it's your turn to be the most beautiful interviewer ever. Yeah. So you just did something cool. Yeah, man, I ate this cashew bar, and it was freaking awesome, guys. You made a, a steam center. Oh, that was cool, too. That yeah. was pretty, that was kind of <laughs> So, um, what was, yes. What was your biggest challenge when, like, Can I explain what it is first? And, like, installing. Go for it. Okay. So, this is just sort of an odd thing to say steam center. So, it's essentially a permanent installation at a library that exists within an underserved community. So, we're talking rural low-income sort of area and um, growing up in those roots it was really passionate for me and I actually got the opportunity through partnering with the Girl Scouts of the Southern Appalachians to get a grant to be able to do this put this in so it's like a interactive it's the Sarver Interactive Steam Center it's an interactive way for kids to um, get supplementary education in the steam fields which is science technology engineering art and math so it's essentially just a way to make uh, expose kids to these fields and possibly like Plant a seed, ignite a spark. What was your biggest challenge in, like, designing this? I'm the type of person. I'm not a team type person. I'm the type of person I love to do absolutely everything on my own because me, myself, and I always have great daily little board meetings, and we all know the same plan. But having to communicate the plan to other people was absolutely atrocious. Like, I verbally sometimes struggle to communicate ideas eloquently, and the idea of, okay, let's get people on board, both for the architecture side of, like, how we going to design this and for the purpose side of, like, no, that's not going to work because this, it was just, it was, it was a little difficult communication, I guess, between everyone involved. But I'm very grateful for their support. Everyone provided valuable support and uh, resources and ideas that 
are totally invaluable to me and the project would not be what it is without them. So I'm grateful in the end for the challenge. Hit it. Hit me. Let's see. That was question one. Question two. What was it like being on the news for this? Like interviewing someone to go on the news? Really easy. I've been on the news a lot. Not not to not to flex, but like okay. it's I love talking Humble to brag. people. Humble I brag. Like, if you ever see the the crime thing, you know, where where they, they show the mugshots, I'm on there like at least twice a week. No, I'm kidding. Um mugshotties. I'm a very social person, so it is not difficult at all for me to talk to people and um have those conversations. I enjoy that. So it was pretty cool. It was a little weird having to talk to a camera that was being moved around, but it was pretty neat and it, it aired and they are only going to air it like once or twice and it ended up airing like five times on the major news shows for the the main outlet in the area so that's pretty oh solid God. and then another one just ran pictures so the media coverage was awesome and i'm so grateful for that because that's drawn a lot of people into this area and maybe made people go like oh this is in my backyard that's right. pretty neat how neat is that very nice so what's your favorite part of the steam the so, fake tools. <laughs> you like the fake tools? Listen, so I'm a kid at heart. Fake tools. So there's an engineering board, and one thing is, part of it, there's multiple facets to each board. Kids, obviously, you probably shouldn't trust your preschooler with power tools, but a big nice. part of engineering... Give them a drill. <laughs> give them a drill. At it. Back in my day, we just ate the little rivets, or shoot, what are they called? Bolts. Bolts. My brain's not working. Anyways... Recentering. So these are very realistic mobile tools, but they're realistic. made of plastic and they're pastel colored and so beautiful. They're in the same shape. So a lot they're of in the moderately similar shape. So those things, it was great. We got this tool set. There was also a pastel colored fake box cutter that was not able to be added on. And I love that thing more than life itself. They're great to fidget with. I'm a grown adult and I still like whenever I would like have dead time near the board, I'd just be like, mm, when I press button, drill goes spin. This is fascinating. I'm going to go build a building. <laughs> I'm like a dad, man. Like, I'm sorry about that. I'm going to just go to Home Depot and build the deck. Uh, Those are buzzing my favorite show as a kid. So what was your least favorite part of the board then? My least favorite part of the board was the science board because we originally had like a butt ton of the science lessons to put on. And like, I guess there was a miscommunication because only four of them ended up being ready to go on. So that was really frustrating because it's a more empty, desolate board because my vision did not get realized. So that sucks, but it's still important what resources we have. And that's the one with the marshmallow. That's the math board. That's the marshmallow. Oh, the math board is my baby. You like the math. I boys. freaking love math, dude. I do not. Math is lame. Don't do math, kids. Don't do math. <laughs> it messes kids. you up, dude. Math will make your teeth rot. You'll get a podcast. <laughs> You'll live on a podcast if you do math. So, like, why did you do this? What's the like benefit of this? So, um, it's for the attainment of an award called the Girl Scout Gold Award, which um it's just pretty it's a cool opportunity for you to be able to impact your community, but also like do it in a way where you can plug into the national and statewide resources of like Girl Scouts, which is a powerhouse organization, big boy, so you can get money to do things. But why I chose this project is I grew up as a kid who was just enamored by um, the STEAM fields, especially, and education um, as a whole. But I also grew up in a frontline community where poverty and the effects of poverty and under under-resourcing to education 
has devastated that area. Like um, the effects of lack of education and lack of care about education is a huge problem. So I was only lucky enough to pretty much be where I am today because a lot of people gave me a chance and I got the opportunity to engage with resources and engage with events and um, things like the STEAM Center, which is what sparked my interest and made me work really hard in school, learn everything I can, and it just changed my life. I don't know how else to say it. Um, but at the same time, I saw a lot of the kids around me not getting that chance, and I saw the consequences of stuff. Like, in my area, there's still issues with kids who their parents will pull them out of school and Coco homeschool but they're really working on family farms and businesses without pay. There's issues like um, kids who are just like, oh man, there's no support for tutoring. There's no anything. So it's just, it's a big problem in the area. I also grew up in a library, pretty much. My mom worked there, but a lot of kids will sort of go to the library as a way of like, it's a safe place where kids can sort of chill out while their parents are off doing, working 12 hour factory shifts and stuff. So I've noticed, um, that's a beautiful location to put something like that because that may be the only time a children a child is in that Actually. a children a child is in that environment where they're able to um, engage with those resources. So I put it there and I did this because I want to change things and at least expose kids to these concepts. So maybe they're a little less left behind in school when those concepts become the things they're studying, and also maybe ignite a passion because let's say you really really love math. Maybe that kid does an activity, falls in love with it, and Hopefully then <laughs> and then proceeds to go to college, proceeds to uh, start a business, do a calculation that changes how we think about life, the universe, and whatever. So that's just, that's, I guess, why I did it. But um, Very nice. normally when I'm asked why I did it, I'm in a police cell. <laughs> Why'd you do it? For the gram. For the gram. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was really cool, and you did an awesome job, and I love you a lot. Those four questions right out of my bootate. I think that was five. Five <laughs> questions. Five <laughs> questions. Dang. Math is his favorite subject, if you can't already tell. I do not like math. <laughs> and it is now your sucks. personality. There's one thing we've done, I guess, at different times, but we've had the same experience. I think it's time we talk about it, Nathan. What? Wisdom teeth. Ooh. Third molars. Fire of my life. So, why don't we both gotten the surgery? Um, Yay. Theirs was in March. Mine was in like a few days ago. So, as you can <laughs> tell, she's doing really well. I'm doing great, man. I got these wonderful things called Dude, prescription so pain medicines so teeth. i'm doing great right now so thank so you you're three days away from getting three days out. out living my best life when i was on three days i was still on percocet <laughs> i was still like sometimes you were... in bed and in pain so do you want to talk first of all like we'll talk about your experience and then i'll talk about my experience with your experience and then we'll do the inverse for me that sounds chill so start off with your wisdom tooth journey surgery. Here I was in <laughs> March of this year, walking into the dentist office at like the lower back of dawn. It wasn't even hardly sunrise yet. And I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Haha, <laughs> all goofy. Oh, no, no, no. This was not fun. <laughs> no, 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 no. Explain what was the situation with your teeth. like. So 
I had all four of my wisdom teeth out at once, and they were all four very severely impacted. So, like, imagine a jaw, and, like, so you got the front part and you got the sides. Mine were going, like, halfway up the sides with how sizable they were. So they had to cut a lot and pull a lot. So much so that I came out from under the anesthesia partway through. Like, my body was anesthesia-resistant, so I just kind of, like, with adrenaline, came up out of it. Does that hurt? Because I felt a tooth get ripped out and heard it crack before they got me gassed up and back under. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was very unpleasant. A very long recovery. Like they had to, they didn't use dissolvable stitches because of how like solidly cut open I was. So that was fun. Lots of Percocet. Lots of Percocet. So you don't actually remember much of I the time. I do not remember much of anything. So do you mind if I sort of piggyback on that? And... Go for it. Okay. Talk about your experience with my experience. So... Apparently I was really mean to my mom, too. I also dropped a milkshake on the ground in my living room. <laughs> so first thing, he uh, gets into surgery. They post on their story, about to go into wisdom tooth surgery. Normal selfie. I, I'm waking up early. I stay awake, um, getting updates from his mom. And when sunshine over here comes out of surgery there comes this iconic nathan photo which is a selfie of him looking absolutely terrified from like the facebook mom angle which is like the chin angle that says i survive i'm alive and that's the first text i get is i'm alive and i'm like that's great don't hear much from him the rest of the day but at this point timeline his mom takes him chick-fil-a they get a milkshake i don't remember that you did get a milkshake and it was a cup of ice cream. A cup of ice cream or something. It was a sizable cup of ice cream. A thick boy. Something, a creamy dessert. <laughs> and apparently your mom said you were very upset and you were just very, at this time, a little hostile. Go home, <laughs> drops milkshake, don't hear from him until at night. I, I tried to stumble into the house on my own. <laughs> I succeeded to get into the house on my own. Pride sat, comes before a fall. Sat down. I reached my hand out to set my milkshake that was in my hand on the table next to me thought I was above the table and just let go. <laughs> Splattering milkshake on the ground. And, and then proceeded to pass out. You were very no upset. Response. I was very rude. Your mom's like, why, you were like, why is my mom so upset? Because I had to clean up my, my milkshake. I didn't do anything wrong. She must have spilt it. So, very high. Midway through the night, <laughs> almost sundown, I get a Discord call from... from Discord call? Really? It was a Discord call. And it was a FaceTime. You are extremely high i can very I, I really cannot tell the difference in your like your voice is garbled and they they choose to play a game the game they choose is forza forza is a car racing game it didn't go very it went about as well as as me driving in the past i remember what car i got too i purchased <laughs> was it was it a savannah you bought a Mazda very expensive R7? car no it was a cheap car did you i so... you wrecked like the sports car it's all digital fy so, watch him drive along. It was the Mazda Savannah RX-7 that I bought. <laughs> and he's enthusiastic. He's, I'm doing great. This is the best performance. I wish I was on Percocet all the time so I could play this well. Reason why, he keeps running over the guardrails and into the ocean. And uh, the car continues braking. It the cars and, can't break it. Or can. not break, but like it goes into black. It fades to black and then you're back on the road. You don't fade to black either. And then midway... Wrecking partway through the curves and rewinding is what it was. Rewinding, that's the term. Thank you. But anyways, I'm seeing like this his screen and then I'm seeing his his face. Midway through the game, 
head hits the keyboard. Head hits the keyboard. Does not get up. I'm like saying, like, hey, are you okay? Are you okay? His I text his mom, hey, Nathan fell asleep on call. Okay, sweetie, thanks for letting me know. And I watch as Miss Lisa walks in here, pulls his head up, tries to wake him up, and then he just sort of slams down on the hang-up button. Yeah. It took you a minute though. And then the next day I went to go see you. And before <laughs> you texted before you texted me, you're like, I want a coloring book. So I stop at Dollar General, get a coloring book and some crayons. Midway through you say, Coloring books are stupid. I don't want one of those. No. What? Yeah, you were really anti-coloring books. So I'm driving by and I'm like, but I liked it. Thank you. I colored the Nautilus. I yeah, remember. and and he, he then we watched part of Napoleon Dynamite, and he cut it off midway through the movie and was like, "We're done. That's the end of the movie." And then we watched Baby Driver, but so he had to eat at this point, getting pretty hungry. His mom makes him this bussin' ravioli. I'm not hungry. I've ate beforehand, but he throws an absolute temper tantrum because he thinks that I am hungry. I'm hungry and that I'm going to starve to death. So he's like, mom, just give her ravioli. So he gives me like one ravioli and he's like, that's good. You will, you'll survive now. And then it was the lot the other few days. It was, it was rough with the drugs. I know that you struggled with like some of the psychological side effects of it where you get things like hallucinations on the higher pain medicines <laughs> on your story i don't think so it's like yeah. i've had, had some hallucinations like i yeah. had a nightmare that was really bad but like other than that it was pretty smooth yeah and it you got them wasn't, wasn't horribly horribly awful it was pretty horribly awful yeah so now you have the horror story so i guess this is like the this redemption is the smooth arc. easy recovery within the day so we had totally different reactions initially, like beforehand. I was very, I have anxiety really badly. I was panicking very badly about this. And my biggest concern was I hate being out of my mind. I always want to have governance over my thoughts and my actions. And it really bothered me that sometimes people act really dumb and, and can say insensitive or hurtful things. And I really didn't want to do that. Like I, I wanted to no, thank you, but thank you. Okay, I want. I can't chew. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to be conscious of myself, so I was really scared going in. But it was a really good procedure. And to clarify, I had no impacted teeth. Mine were like itsy bitsy baby teeth, and um, I ended up getting all four removed, but only three needed stitches. So mine was a lot less um, anatomically I urgent. Eight stitches. Whoa, man, that's cool. But. Um, so I guess I can narrate part of mine when and then I'm you can get your kisses. Kisses. I'll be needing stitches, literally. The tortilla chips in my mouth. Couldn't smooch. Couldn't smooch stitches in my mouth. At, at all. You attempted to, but you should have gushy and bloody. You know like puffer fish when they like they puffer? Like that's that's why you you swole. When they puff. You swole. You were swole muscle. It was. You had some you were having a lot of deep thoughts. Anyways, <laughs> mine, uh, I go into the operating room. I'm terrified. They do intravenous on me. And I am, it's before the drugs kick in. They're like, can you feel it yet? Can you feel it yet? And my mom is I at my side. And I'm grabbing her hand and I'm saying, I'm not ready to go yet. I'm not ready to go, like, over and over. There's this nurse that looks like a sorority girl. And I think that she was pretty new to the, the, the not the firm, <laughs> the operating the theater. And she looked like she was about to cry. My doctor was super cool. 
and he looked like he definitely did surfing when he was younger. Like he got the surfer dude, and he was just sort of looking at me like he felt pity, but also this was a major overreaction. So eventually, from what my mother has told me after this, I flopped on the bed, let go of her hand. She like rubbed my forehead and uh, said, bye. bye, sisters. We gotta go get me. Nah, McDonald's. McDonald's. So, um, I remember I was unable, and this is not something I remember. This is once again from my, what my mom told me. I was unable to wake up from anesthesia for a hot minute, and I wasn't able to do the thing where they put you in a wheelchair and they bring you to like the recovery chair where you're sitting up. Um, so I had to get carried down the hallway by someone I don't know who it was. So thank you, um, carry person. Carry person. Uh, I texted my friend this later on, and. My dear friend says, that's like really romantic. When I had my wisdom teeth out, I pretended that I couldn't walk. That way the doctor could carry me because I thought he was hot. <laughs> so I just like to, to add that in. That, that was just a really humorous experience. It was not romantic. I was very high. So I woke up. I struggled to come out of anesthesia. I went to the car, texted you, and I think I texted your mom for some reason, like that I was okay. Hi, Mims. Hi, Mims. And I, um, then I fell asleep and I pretty much slept the rest of the day. I didn't have too much pain. I went off the heavy pain medicine the first, the second, the day after that morning and less than 24 hours on it. And I'm still on the low grade pain medicine because it's still like just a little achy. You're on ibuprofen. Ibi, high, high, high milligram ibuprofen. But um, I've never, I didn't lose my mind. I was able to do a lot of work that evening and uh, the last few days. So I've, I've literally just been doing like some housekeeping businessy stuff um, while I've recovered. The hardest part for me has been eating. So I normally, I'm a grazer. So there's not much reserve because it's like teen, teeny baby stomach. So I have not been eating much. And last night we went to a Mexican restaurant. First of all, I almost cried because the salsa and chips were so good and like I wasn't able them. to eat them <laughs> um, but I ended up eating like double the food Nathan had and I'm still like I could I could go for some some serious cows right now but cows you know good. Uh, I should be able and my stitches dissolve it's it'll be taken care of pretty soon and I'm I'll be back to normal Tuesday. can't open my mouth very much so sad I can't stick my tongue out at people do you have any stories from my recovery? It was very uneventful. Which You're was supposed to be lame. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I was hoping for more like high Arabella stories. Yeah. So the funny thing is I got a filling done and once again, really bad anxiety. Didn't sleep the night before. I was just in an awful state of mind. So I requested to have um, sedation via laughing gas, but it's not like you're knocked out. It's just like a little oxygen tube in. You chill out. I went absolutely wild. So, first of all, I Nathan sent me a picture of a cat that he has named Sheldon. And I was very scared because I thought Sheldon was sad. And I said, why don't you play checkers with him? He looks like an old man because he has gray hair. So, why don't you play checkers? And Nathan's like, cats don't have hands, silly. So, my church has a question line where you can text any questions in, usually about theology. I text, why don't cats have hands? They still haven't answered that, so point knocks if if you if you hear this. I, I think that's an important question. That's Calvinism, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, are cats predestined to have hands? Question mark. So that happened, and then at one point I thought I could fly, but I really just lifted my legs off and I sent a photo to a group chat that said levitation. 
and the levitation and then i uh let's see I sent pictures of us of the ceiling to um, <laughs> the the same group chat, and someone responded sarcastically, "Oh, those are lovely photos of the ceiling." And I said, "Thanks, you want more?" And proceeded to send like eight of them. And I also there was like this poster of teeth, and it said like, "When you're in my office, you are respected, loved." And it's all these positive things. Hi, Arabella decided that this was very deep, so I sent it to my friend. I was like, "Anna, you are so deep, and you have deep thoughts." This reminded me of you. And she was just like, Bella, what is going on? It is eight in the morning. Can you please chill out? So uh, that was my, I, w- I was expecting a lot worse too. But for some reason, I was just like this. I feel like me after wisdom teeth is what I would have been like if I wasn't hyperactive and Elton John spawn. So anyways, guys, that was the hoedown. Any Thank further you comments? for listening. Don't forget, we have a Redbubble store. Please buy merch. We appreciate that a lot. You can buy a sticker or something. That's like a yeah. couple bucks, even though I haven't For pennies a, a day. <laughs> Tell you what, if one of y'all orders a sticker, I will order a sticker myself and put it on my car. Queen of England. Next to the Queen of England. He has the Queen of England on his car. Like, it's pretty, pretty it's, funny. It's a little terrifying. Sometimes. Also, donation link should be in the description. Might not be. We'll and on happens. our Anchor uh, profile. So if you follow the, if you find us on Anchor, just look us up on Google, Hoedown Podcast Anchor. Wait, Spotify makes Anchor. Yeah. Anchor, I didn't know that. They're like a, they got a monopoly going. But yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful morning, evening, night, 3 a.m. Bye. Bye. Bye.